This message comes from NPR's sponsor, Patreon, where creators can build a more sustainable income source by giving their fans monthly access to exclusive community, premium content, and the chance to become active participants in the work they love. Check out patreon.com now. NPR Music wants to hear your songs. If you're an unsigned musician, enter the Tiny Desk Contest. Just send us a video of you playing an original song behind a desk by March 30th. Learn more at npr.org slash tinydeskcontest. Happy Friday, everyone, from NPR Music and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with Stephen Thompson. Hello, Robin. It's New Music Friday, and we're looking at the best albums out on February 14th, starting with the new one from Tame Impala. It's called The Slow Rush. This is Tame Impala. The album is The Slow Rush, and this song is called Is It True? And uh, we're going to go ahead and bring in NPR Music's Bobby Carter for this one. Hey, Bobby. Yes. What's up, Robin? Tame Impala is the project of Kevin Parker. This is his uh, fourth album as uh, Tame Impala, and I know that you've been spending a lot of time with this one. I spent a lot of time with it. I've been waiting. We've waited five years since uh, the last album, Currents. And uh, I'll just say this. It was worth every second. Between time, he spent some time collaborating with artists since Currents. Uh, he's worked with uh, Lady Gaga, Travis Scott, Caliucci's among others. And you can sort of hear the hip-hop influences, the dance influences, the Latin influences in this new album. I mean, you can just hear that he put his all into this record. And I'm so excited. And it's so good. I found this uh, record to be a little more thinky than I thought yeah. it would be. Like, you know, it's pretty introspective. He says yeah. it's a lot about the fleeting nature of time yeah. and life itself and kind of how temporary yeah. everything is. Yeah, the overall thing of, of the record is time. I mean, you have the from, from the album title, the song titles, like One More Year, One More Minute, Tomorrow's Dust. He sort of comes to grips with the past. He's pondering on the past. He And, he, and he's imagining the future, I think. When you think about songs like Posthumous Forgiveness, where he is this seven-minute epic about his father and forgiving him for not being there is very introspective. Yeah, I mean, even the title The Slow Rush is a pretty profound statement about the way time works, you know, that we're constantly panicking our way through life and at the same time, I I always say like life is short, but it's also long. The days are long, uh, but the years are short. That's (laughs) how I look at it. Tame Impala is the artist. The album is The Slow Rush. Thanks so much, Bobby. Thank you, guys. And from Tame Impala's The Slow Rush, let's go next to Monster X. The band Monster X has a new one out today called All About Love. Maybe this is crazy, crazy just to wonder, wonder if there's someone meant for you. Okay. 
Wanna be someone, someone with somebody we can live it out. We all wanna be someone, wanna be someone, someone, someone we can live with. This is the band Monsta X. The album All About Love and this insanely catchy earworm is called Someone's Someone, a K-pop band, a boy band from South Korea. Uh, they put out their first record in 2017, which was a few years after BTS did. Nowhere near as big as BTS, but they are really trying to gain some global traction with this one. Yeah, they're getting a huge push. Uh, Monster X formed out of a reality TV show in Korea called No Mercy, and they've been building up uh, worldwide fame and success around that in the years since. This is their English language debut and their first big pitch across the middle to follow BTS into reaching U.S. audiences. And in order to do that, among other things, they've enlisted uh, a couple of really high-profile guest spots for singles from this record. There's a song on this record with Pitbull. There's one with French Montana called Who Do You Love that's extremely catchy. And you get a sense of what they're going for. They're finding that midpoint between like pop and R&B with little traces of hip-hop and just couching it all in just the biggest, fattest hooks imaginable. It's pretty calculated pop music, but at the same time, yeah, undeniable. It's so hooky. And you know, at some point, a giant ocean of fans has to be there. And in this case, a giant ocean of fans is there. And they're there for a reason. Monster X is the band. The album out now is called All About Love. Let's go to a band called The Ballroom Thieves. The Ballroom Thieves has a new record called Unlovely. I took the blue out of the news today. Pour it like an I wrap it around me And it shields me from the thoughts That people think they need to say Standing in line for the riot Just another sunny day I found a couple birds who sing a tethered friends and broken I heard That's this journey. Oh my God, this is the opening cut and title cut to the Ballroom Thieves album. It's called Unlovely. Uh, it features the band Darling Side on those harmonies. And uh, joining us to talk about this one is NPR music contributor Julie. Hi, Tay Julie. Hey. Well, I really, really love this one. Tell us who the Ballroom Thieves are. Well, they are a trio out of New England that kind of started in more of a folk rock or indie folk vein. You know, I mean, the early recordings were 
more acoustic and harmony driven. And as they've evolved, they've playfully, whimsically, fancifully, and imaginatively kind of woven in a lot of other flavors in, into what they do. So in this particular album, I mean, there are a lot of harmonies that remind me of doo-wop and yeah. girl groups. There's a little bit of bossa nova. And the track that you played, you know, is really fun because it's it's such a shapeshifter and goes through all these different grooves and feels and moods and tempos. I thought about a lot of 70s pop, certainly mm -hmm. some rock elements in there. The songs are uh, political and personal, songs about taking down the patriarchy and definitely seemed aimed at, like, well, on the song that we heard, Unlovely, it seems like it's aimed at the politicians or leaders of the world, the people in power, you know, they say it's a lie that we have to listen to you and and also standing in line for the riot on a sunny day. Yeah, you know, they have a very poetic way. And as you said, sometimes personal or emotional language that they use to talk about what they see going on in the world and what, and what they find troubling. And I think they have an interesting way of balancing even moments of anger or indignation or impatience with musical playfulness. You know, I mean, it's it's kind of a sweetening factor. All the, all the different musical ideas and what they do with harmonies sort of balances it out and lets it go down easier. Yeah, I guess I was expecting something more in the Americana or even country lane. And uh, this one, it, it just completely bowled me over. <laughs> it's just weaving around through, from lane <laughs> yeah. to lane recklessly. The Ballroom Thieves is the band. The album is called Unlovely. And Julie, stay with us for one more. This is uh, from the singer Carly Pierce. She's got a new self-titled record out now. I bet you're watching that clock tick tocks in all alone. Trying to fix that broken heart, heartbreak on your own. I bet it's been a little while since you let yourself have some fun. Well, baby, you don't Carly Pierce is the singer. The album is self-titled, and this song is called Call Me. I keep thinking, haven't we run out of hooks yet? I mean, how, <laughs> how do people keep coming up with so many new ways to write a catchy song? She's a country singer, originally from Kentucky, now based out of Nashville. But you don't hear a whole lot of country on that. Yeah, I think she is an interesting artist who emerged at an interesting time because, as you mentioned, Carly Pierce is from Kentucky, and by the time she was in her teens, she'd actually moved to Tennessee, the Pigeon Forge area, because she had a gig at Dollywood. And back then, she was doing a lot of bluegrass and way more traditional stuff. So when she came to Nashville um, and you know started trying to get a, a record deal and really trying to get something going, I think she 
often was told that she was kind of a throwback. People were telling her, you would have been so big in in the 90s just because of the kind of voice that she has. I and mean, you get a little bit of a sense of it there. She has a, you know, really rich, full tone and is able to do some of those great country techniques of of singing with a sob in her voice, you know, that summoning that tearful emotion and then doing little dips and curly cues here and there to, you know, ornament things. So she's that kind of a singer and she loves the kinds of big ballads that were so big for female country pop artists in the 90s. The 90s, like 90s nostalgia comes into play a lot, you know, where the reverberations of acts that the musicians grew up listening to. And I really felt listening to this like, wow, Carly Pierce must have grown up listening to a lot of 90s country. You know, there's a duet on this record called Finish Your Sentences that she recorded with her husband, uh, uh, Michael Ray. And it, I was just like, man, this is just right in the pocket for country radio in 1995. And I mean that in a in a really good way. I think there's an enormous amount of room for that kind of joyful sound, these bright, pretty songs about settling into love. I would love to have country radio make more room for that. But I think it's it's interesting, too, another way that she sort of brings these older flavors around is you'll hear, even on the track that you played, one of the most prominent instrumental textures is resonator guitar or dobro. You know, she doesn't have, she doesn't necessarily have somebody playing, you know, shredding an electric guitar solo or doing something that you might expect to hear. That's a bluegrass instrument, essentially, that she's made a big part of her sound live and on albums. Carly Pierce is the singer, and that last name is spelled P-E-A-R-C-E, Pierce. Carly Pierce, her record is self-titled. Thanks so much, Julie. You're welcome. Let's do one more before we take a break. It comes from the Heliocentrics, the band called the Heliocentrics. Their new album is called Infinity of Now. This is Heliocentrics. The album is Infinity of Now. Uh, the song we're listening to is the final cut on the record. It's called People Wake Up. And um, it's a pretty long song and it changes up a lot. So I want to jump ahead here to several minutes in so we can just hear where this goes. That's about halfway in. And then uh, this is how it ends. The Heliocentrics Infinity of Now is the record and the song again is People Wake Up. And for this one we go to John Morrison from our partner station XPN in Philly. Hey John. 
Hey, what's up, Robin? This is your first time on the show. You're a music journalist, the host of Culture Cipher Radio at XPN, and the co-host of the podcast Serious Rap, I'll say ish, Serious Rap-ish, on iHeartRadio. Welcome, welcome. Thank you, Robin. Thanks for having me. So let's dig into this Heliocentrics album a little bit. Why don't we just start off with who they are? Yeah, the Heliocentrics are a London-based band. I guess you could describe them as like psychedelic jazz. This album, Infinity of Now, is gorgeous. It's like a strange, beautiful record. You've got the funky, like heavy, textured drum breaks, fuzz guitar, and then all of these like spacey effects swirling around. It's, It's really a beautiful, odd record that sounds old, but also contemporary. Yeah, a lot of different worlds coming together on this one. I I was reminded a lot of the band Portishead when I was listening to this, and I kept thinking, this is what Portishead would have sounded like if they were making records in the 60s instead of the 90s. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it it feels like something that they maybe would have sampled had it come out in the 60s. Lyrics a little cryptic. I wasn't always sure what they were singing about, but I know that people, (laughs) People Wake Up is very much about classism and the need to look within ourselves if we're going Mm. to have that peaceful revolution that we want. Yeah, it's interesting that this band is primarily known as an instrumental ensemble. Uh, They even did some work with DJ Shadow a few years ago, some like dark instrumental hip hop stuff. But yeah, they've really centered the vocal from the singer uh, Barbara Patkova and the sound of the vocal itself is really dreamy atmospheric and is floating on top of this nasty, fuzzy, distorted, psychedelic funk. The band is the Heliocentrics. The album is Infinity of Now. Thanks so much, John. We'll do this again. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Robin. We still have a few more albums that we want to play for this week's New Music Friday, plus a packed lightning round of other notable releases out now. Uh, But first, we need to take a short break, and we'll be right back. The following message comes from our sponsor, Jack Daniels. Master distiller Jeff Arnett knows there are many elements to consider when making Tennessee whiskey, and each one contributes to its uniqueness. It's hard to point to one thing at Jack Daniels that creates its character. It's the water, it's the grain bill, uh, it's the charcoal mellowing process, it's a, the, you know, the yeast culture uh, is unique to us, it's a proprietary culture, and it has a lot to say about the flavor of whiskey that it makes. To learn more about Jack Daniels Tennessee whiskey, go to jackdaniels.com. Please drink responsibly. This message comes from NPR sponsor BetterHelp, a truly affordable online counseling service. Fill out a questionnaire online and get matched with a licensed counselor best suited to your mental health needs. Whether it's depression, anxiety, or trauma, BetterHelp will help you overcome what stands in the way of your happiness. Learn more at BetterHelp.com and get 10% off your first month with promo code SONGS. BetterHelp. Get help anytime, anywhere. It's New Music Friday from NPR and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with Stephen Thompson, and we're looking at the best albums out on February 14th. We start the second half of our show off with Nathaniel Rateliff and his new solo album called And It's Still All Right. Caught on the way Caught on the way I do not own you And you're in land Through 
This is Nathaniel Rateliff. His new album is called And It's Still Alright, and the song we're listening to is called Mavis. Uh, Nathaniel Rateliff, we've been following following him for a while now. He often writes and records with his band The Night Sweats, but this is a, a solo release, his third solo uh, album under his own name, and I think it's one of the best ones he's ever made. Well, it's his first solo album in, in seven years, and in, the, in those intervening years, he and his band, The Night Sweats, really, really took off and became, like, among other things, just one of those live bands that people come from all over the place to see. You know, just sweat, I mean, appropriately enough for the name, just sweat-flinging, you know, just yeah. big, grand, you know, soulful, just spectacles. And this, as you can hear from the from the song we played, is a more subdued record. It's a little more haunted and a little more haunting. When he started writing it, it was inspired by, like, a relationship that was falling apart, and then took took on an even deeper feel when his friend, the producer Richard Swift, you know, who he'd worked with for a number of years, Richard Swift died. And so the album became, I think, that much more introspective, you know, and as subdued as it is, it's still very much about the search for joy and hope amid pain. And so, and as you can hear, like as quiet as it can be, it's got a little bit more build to it. It's not necessarily, it's, this is not like a white knuckle kind of record, but it's still, you know, like builds up to something really grand. Yeah. I mean, the, the name of the record kind of says it all, which is, and it's, still all right and that was the overarching theme for him with all of these songs you know like his his friend passed away his marriage came to an end which he addresses on a song called what a drag yeah. uh he's getting older and he sings a little bit about that but you know in the end he's like it's all right it's still all right uh fantastic record i again i think it's maybe the best one he's done nathaniel rateliff the album and it's still all right let's go next to moses boyd moses boyd has a new record out called dark matter This is Moses Boyd. The album is Dark Matter, and uh, the song that we're listening to is called Dancing in the Dark. And joining us to talk about this one is Nate Chenin from WBGO and Jazz Night in America. Hey, Nate. Hey, Robin. I love that little uh, in the air tonight, Phil, that kicked off the the break that we were oh, just yeah, at the, the top of the song. Oh, yeah, with the gated toms. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect. It's so perfect. I just thought uh, this Moses Boyd record, it's his debut solo album. I just thought it was just a staggering work. It's just got so much energy and it's like 
simultaneously sleek and also rough. And, you know, it's just, yeah. it's, it just nails that balance. We've talked a, a lot on the show about the ever-growing and unstoppable trend towards genre blending and world blending. And I feel like, you know, we focused a lot on pop music and hip-hop and how those two lanes have grown a lot wider. But you and I have also talked about jazz making its way into mainstream music and popular black music in particular. And I kept thinking about that as I was listening to this album and thinking that, like, Moses Boyd is taking it even further. He certainly is, you know, and I think he's extremely indicative of this London thing that's happening. He is a product of the contemporary London scene, which draws from grime and draws from club music, and it draws from the Afro-Caribbean diaspora. And so there's already so much blending and mixing going on in the jazz scene there. And with this album... Moses Boyd made a, a kind of determination that, that he wanted to stop even thinking about genre restrictions and whether or not he's making a quote-unquote jazz album and really just look for the things that got him excited. The song we played was Dancing in the Dark. Let's hear a little bit of another track called Shades of You. what all we're hearing on just this one song. Well, you know, it's it's cool that you picked um, these two different tracks because on the previous track, Dancing in the Dark, the guest artist was a, a Nigerian singer, a London-based Nigerian singer named Obong Jayar. And on this track, Papi Ajuda is a kind of, she's a, like a jazz R&B singer. And so on this track, you really hear that club energy, you yeah. know, um, it sort of reminds me of some of the remixes that Jamie XX has done. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, it, it has just that very distinctive London club beat. But if you listen carefully, you also hear that tuba in there. And this is a, a thing. Moses Boyd is a part of this scene that includes this amazing tuba player named Theon Cross. And so we find ourselves in this in this moment when there's all this like banging jazz club music with a tuba player and something about it just really works. You know, it's like that grime that like, you know, really kind of brawny low end oomph that you get from a tuba. It just works. Dark Matter is the album and it comes from Moses Boyd. Thanks so much, Nate. My pleasure. All right, we have one more album that we want to play for this week's New Music Friday, but man, there are a ton of other notable albums that we want to mention that are out now, starting with the band Bambara. They've got a new one called Stray. It's a sort of a new wave pop record, Stray from Bambara. 
Cindy Lee, the singer Cindy Lee, has a new one called What's Tonight to Eternity. It is an absolutely incredible uh, headphone record. Cindy Lee is the former singer of the band Women. Her new one's called What's Tonight to Eternity. The band Drama has a new one called Dance Without Me. It's sort of dark dance pop music. Uh, the artist known as Eden has a new one called No Future. This is a young guy, a young singer, very, very much like James Blake, a mix of pop and R&B. There's a new one from the band Habibi called Anywhere But Here Habibi. Maybe it's sort of a noir girl group anywhere but here's the name of that record. Also, Katie Gately, another great record I discovered. Katie Gately has a new one called Loom. It's just very dark. I called it kind of maniacal circus dirges in a very experimental record from Katie Gately called Loom. The singer Tammy Nielsen has a new one called Chickaboom. And finally, the band Tennis. Tennis has a new record out now called Swimmer. So many records. I guess when Valentine's Day falls yeah. on a Friday <laughs> and you want your record Our to tie love letter that. to you. Yes. Exactly. So there's more than we can possibly get to, uh, including Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber's got a new album called Changes, his uh, fifth. We did not get a chance to preview that record in advance of its uh, release. Uh, Huey Lewis in the News. A, Can't believe it. A name I did not expect to be talking about on this show. Their last album of new material came out in 2001. This one is out in 2020. It's called Weather. Uh, Huey Lewis has uh, Meniere's disease, which is an inner ear condition yeah. uh, that really affects your hearing and balance and makes it, it's going to make it very difficult for him to continue with his career. So there's a possibility this has been presented as a swan song for an artist who was absolutely everywhere in the in the 1980s made I spent an entire summer listening to the sports record yeah and this one appropriately enough is called weather so <laughs> so he's uh, he's uh, he's going running through your your um, your talk radio staples why music a chamber music juggernaut uh, they've got a record called ecstatic science it's got pieces by people like Caroline Shaw and Missy Mazzoli um, and other new classical artists who are doing great work Puss in Boots is a, um, a kind of folk super group I guess as you could say. Um, the album is called Sister Puss in Boots is Nora Jones, Sasha Dobson, and Catherine Popper. And finally, Noah Gunderson, a singer-songwriter I really like. Uh, he's got a record called A Raven and a Dove. It's acoustic versions of songs from an album he put out last year called Lover. All those many albums out now on February 14th, along with this last one that we want to play. It comes from a band called Beach Bunny. Their new record is called Honeymoon. We're like Technicolor TV screens This is Beach Bunny, the band Beach Bunny. Their new album is called Honeymoon. The song is Colorblind. And NPR Music's Marissa LaRusso here for this one. Hello. How are you? Doing great now. Another great discovery this week for me. Tell us who uh, Beach Bunny is. Beach Bunny is a band from Chicago. Um, they started as the solo project of a songwriter named Lily Trefilio and then became a full band and then put out NEP. And Honeymoon is their debut full length. 
so Lily said that the record is kind of conceptualized as like the come down from the honeymoon period in a relationship. So like there are a lot of songs on this album that you could think about as breakup songs, but I think they're really meant to to tackle like not quite the breakup point, but the like the point in the relationship where stuff gets real and you have to make <sighs> some hard decisions. And then there's this beautiful arc of the album and it ends with these very sweet, optimistic love songs. Yeah, I love this record. I mean, this is just this is just pure joy. The record was produced by Joan Reinhardt, who plays in the band Hopalong and who produced Francis Quinlan from Hopalong's um, latest solo album. And I feel like you can hear the like little sneaky guitar riffs that come mm-hmm. in and out and like the vocal melodies that are so catchy and fun. It's extremely up my alley. Yeah, this is a record for that inevitable uh, letdown that, you know, that the sort of sugar crash that we have mm-hmm. after we've been through something really amazing. And I feel like it really comes through in the push and pull of this record, the quiet, mm-hmm. soft dynamics in this record, I think really, really um, communicate that really, really well. I thought this was a fantastic listen. Beach Bunny, the new album is called Honeymoon. Thanks, Marissa. Thank you. And that'll do it for this week's New Music Friday. Thanks, Stephen. Thank you, Robin. As always, if you want to hear full versions of the songs that we featured on this week's show and a whole bunch of other new tracks out this week, we've got new Music Friday playlists in both Spotify and Apple Music. Just open one of those apps and search for NPR Music. You can also listen on our website at npr.org slash allsongs. A reminder to follow me on Twitter at N-P-R-O-B-I-N. That's N-P-R-O-B-I-N. And keep up with the latest from NPR Music with our newsletter. It comes out just once a week on Saturdays. You can sign up for it at npr.org slash music newsletter. That's all one word, music newsletter. And for NPR Music, I'm Robin Hilton. Be well, have a great weekend, and treat yourself to lots of music.